Hello, divine, beautiful souls. This is the Energy Speaks podcast with your host, Katriel. We have a special guest on today. Her name is Sherry Keenan, and she is the owner of Zenfinity. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. I am so grateful to have this experience with you, and thank you so much for coming on. I'm super excited not only to be here, but for all the things that you have growing. I am blessed to be in, in this space. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, um, what really, you know, I, I want to share this right off the bat because of the fact that Monday we had a conversation. It was you, me, and Harmony. And I said in my mind, you know, this really needs to be on a podcast. And I said, man, I really want to do a podcast soon. And I'm just like, hmm, I wonder how I can get that to happen. Well, I, you know, later on that day, I go to um, three different metaphysical shops. I get to Serenity Now and Magic just unravels. And then one beautiful thing after another, I I go in um, a couple days later to Envision Cafe. And what is there? A podcast studio. Okay. So the first, one of the first beings I thought of was you and your vision of what we talked about on, on uh, Monday with um, Sin City and then everything else that you brought up that day. You have a lot of magic brewing, so please tell us about it. Well, thank you so much, and, and what a blessing to be able to talk about all these things and yeah like I really love the opportunity to sit down with people and have every moment be so meaningful like that day and yeah it was Monday this is Friday so <laughs> let's just say that's been five days so manifestation <laughs> is real people manifestation is real so yeah um over the last year uh Christine or Chris Eigenbrod and I, I should say uh have been working together uh over a little bit longer than a year I've been teaching yoga at Zenfinity uh, her and I started working collectively, and we became partners and life partners. And in the journey that we've been building together, we wanted to create something really special and magical. So we, she had already had a Zenfinity, which is an amazing Kava Kratom bar in Newport Ritchie, Florida, on Moog Road in 19, uh, right at 3501 Universal Plaza, and a great place to check out. Uh, we have a lot of stuff going on, and in that space, uh, We've been doing live music and things like that, but we really wanted to build more. Um, from there, uh, I'm a yoga instructor, and we wanted to create a yoga studio, so we built that. We have a cafe going in next door that's going to be local, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian options, as well as what we what we are creating is a wellness center, and it is a Zen City Urban Compound, but we do do business as Zenfinity. We do business as a Zenfully Good Cafe. We do business as a Zen City Studios, which will be opening on June 12th. We do business as Infinity, which is a debt relief business, and we also have our trading company. We do everything in-house from making our own teas, our own kombuchas, to making our own mugs. Um, our intentions are to create a beautiful space for everybody no matter who you are, and to offer everyone the opportunity to live their dream and offer their own perspectives through healing and giving everybody oppor the opportunity to find out what resonates with them. That is incredible. And, 
you know, I, I've only been there a few times, but I've had a magical experience each time. And I love, uh, we also talked about this on Monday, how you have your um, alchemists um, really create alchemy. Like, I, I, I didn't even know they did this. I just kind of asked one of the alchemists to create something new for me between the kombuchas and out of this world. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is that we offer our our alchemists, who are also AKA tea tenders, the, the the amazing people that we have behind our counter and our bar, who offer the guests, uh, yes, magic. And the reason and the way that we do that is we offer them the opportunity for creativity. We empower them to stand into who they are as they're standing back there, and we really want them to know that in the ability to you know serve customers and offer that beautiful service that they're also becoming master herbalists they're also learning how to heal other people so the energy exchange and the abundance that we create together is really beautiful and we've done a lot of work to create a carefully cultured a group of crew members you know it's so important you know i've lived my life that each moment every experience that i have is put into this like you know, toolbox in a sense. And um, that's like, that's how I have so many different offerings is because, you know, there's a rudiment to everything. And like, I've not always had the best bosses in the world. And um, for someone to really look at it from that perspective of like, you're carefully cultivating this beautiful, like, different experiences, different toolbox for each being, that's really cool, and that's unique. Well, that's kind of our goal. We really want to give everyone the opportunity. Everybody's an individual. They all, Everyone has different needs, and we want each person to be seen for exactly who they are. We want their needs to be met. We want them, anyone to walk into our space and know that like they're the only person in the room at that moment, and whatever they need, we have got something for them. Wow. Wow, Th that's that's true customer service and that's true family. That's our thing. We we are a, a tribe. We are one tribe, and we our big thing is to tell everybody, "Hey, welcome home." Ooh, welcome home. I love that. <laughs> it started at Harmony Park. Let me just tell you, and I just brought all of the gifts in my toolbox from where I've been, uh, you know, in my past and on my journey all the way to here, and just giving other people the opportunity to not necessarily do things my way, but to learn the things that helped me, you know, on my journey and on, on my path. Um, it's something I say about yoga, but my, but Chris and I were talking about it today, you know, regarding Zenfinity. You know, when I, I always say when people come to yoga, they don't come to yoga because their life is working for them. They come to yoga because they need something different. And a lot of ways, Zenfinity is that for a lot of people too. Uh, it, you know, if maybe things aren't working out, you come on in. And see how your life changes. See what magic uh, gets brought when you walk through that door. You know, I can be a true testimony for for that. Um, when I um, I came in about a month or so ago, right before my large trip to um, well across the country, I should say, I literally was like, man, um, one thing I would really love to do is soul portraits, and two. You know, it's Shabbat. Like, this is the last day, like, for me to really be here. Um, and I walked in there, and I will tell you, I got to do.
do five different soul portraits that day and it blessed my soul and it just it took my soul to a whole new level to be to go on the road and i thought to myself you know i wonder what will happen when i come back and of course when i'm on the road i have sherry reaching out over facebook uh messenger hey when are you coming back i'd like to talk to you and i'm like that is so cool. <laughs> like, and it's been magical ever since I came back. And that was, I saw you Monday. <laughs> you know, exactly. And that's how things work. You know, and when, when you come in there, manifestation, and that's our whole thing. Like, I want this. It's going to happen for you. Uh, I would say most of our tea tenders, actually a month ago, every one of our tea tenders and every person, our alchemists, every person in there had met their partner at Zenfinity. Oh my gosh. Every person had every person there. And it's really amazing because it's a place where you can connect on so many levels between our drum circles and art classes and all the different things that we have to offer. But just just the opportunity to be like completely safe and exactly who you are. Nobody's going to judge anything. And if you want to do whatever's calling you, you want to sit down and, and offer something, look what can happen. It, it could turn into something magical. It really does. And, you know, you talk about manifestation and a lot of times, um, you know, I, the way I, I like to manifest is, you know, aligning with the higher truth, and higher purpose. And um, I feel like you guys really bring in that energy and it's really beautiful. Thank you. Spirit, connecting to spirit and uh, is really important to me. It's been a big connection in, in my path and how I've kept my sanity some days and you know sometimes I forget and it's those moments when we are just about to hit our knees or when we hit our knees that we remember why we're doing things and what we're doing them for and we say oh yeah that's right and we can rise back up we could stand up we could say hey thank you God or thank you spirit for this opportunity creator for giving me this chance to not do this for me because it never was about me anyway yeah. it's all about planting that that tree you're never going to sit under the shade of right and and just asking spirit and to give you what you need, even if it's patience. Absolutely. Um, you know, since you are a, um, you know, a yoga teacher and you've had a lot of experiences, like uh, what were some challenging times for you that really helped you cultivate um, all these different practices? Well, gosh, so um, pardon me if I ever get emotional because I, I, I'm kind of free that way, but... So several things throughout my past, you know, we just mentioned this a little bit ago, um, have happened to get me on my path. Uh, the, one of the biggest things uh, was in 2013, I had gone to prison. I, I asked to be put on my shamanic path, and that's where my journey led me, which was a beautiful blessing. I was uh, blessed to be in Lakota ceremony uh, to connect in ways that I never had had dreamed of, reading books that I don't think I ever would have been able to read, and really getting the opportunity to meet people and gain new understanding. Uh, from there, um, at one point in my life, I was 230 plus pounds. I began my journey with yoga and belly dancing in 2009. I began hula hooping from my first festival that I went to wow. in 2011. 2013, I became a vegetarian vegan in, while I was in prison, actually. And in 2015, I went to Yogaville uh, to go to school. And I lived at that ashram for 30 days uh, there. It was amazing. And gosh, my journey has just kept me growing. And I got here to Florida, and I've done a lot of 
foraging and kind of getting weird in the wilderness on my own. And now it's time to grow roots here for a while. Yes, I love that. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to share uh, what we were talking about earlier? Sure. So this is actually really wonderful. because we just are getting ready to do something great. And so we're asking for any manifestations and prayers coming our way on this journey. Um, While I was uh, in prison, I had this opportunity to meet some amazing people and that do some really wonderful crafts and things like that. Um, I had got, to make a long story short, uh, a book got placed on my bed, and it was by Bo Lozoff, the Human Kindness Foundation. It was a book called We're All Doing Time. It changed my life. It led me on on this path that I'm on. A lot of people in in prison are amazing artists. They do beadwork. They do all kinds of things, and they have no way to sell that or to, to turn that into funding. I made a promise when I was in prison that I was going to do something about that. So my girlfriend and I have have we have reached out to the Human Kindness Foundation. We're hoping that they would love to be a part of what we are going to be doing. But Chris and I are going to be starting Confined Art. And what that is is it's going to be a website where inmates can send their uh, their wares. We'll sell them on site on that website, and we'll put all of that money into their commissary so that they'll be able to purchase those items or do the things that they need to do, whether it's their very own bra or a candy bar or whatever it is, a stamp so they can write their daughter a letter. There's a lot of things that that those little dollars and those little things make a lot of sense in prison and and they don't have a way to get that. And we want to do something to help. That is incredible. Like that is, that is incredible. (laughs) I don't even have other words for that. So yeah, we're (laughs) manifesting that the human kindness foundation, just because I would love to put something back into what they gave me. So we're manifesting them to (laughs) reach out uh, just because I think we could, uh, do a lot of work across the country with them that way. We're going to start small. We're hoping to work with some people here in Florida as well as in South Dakota, where I'm originally from. Wow. See, that is some true Capricorn sun, <laughs> Taurus, moon type of energy. You know, I like to call the Capricorn the the sign of get shit done. <laughs> More so get shift done. <laughs> That's right. It can be a blessing and a curse. <laughs> but, you know, when you're doing it from the heart, that's what matters and you know sometimes it takes those nudges and being very diligent you know and and pushing that energy forward because who else is gonna do it you know exactly and i and i really want to say that it's i know for me and i'm gonna guess for you but i don't make assumptions and i'm gonna (laughs) believe for a lot of people that are on a similar journey that it's hard it's hard to create that place inside of yourself where you think I can be that person or I can be the one to do that, you know, where you empower yourself or you, you be courageous enough yeah. to like be that person. So what I want to do if we can in this moment is like give everyone the opportunity to like be that person and uh, whoever you want to be, whatever that looks like. Um, I just have to tell you, I drew a card today. I have shamanic cards and I drew a card and, and from what I asked, it was, it was a shamanic mask was the answer. And and the really great thing was, and I say this all the time, like be a poser, like be who you want to be. Like you want to be a medicine person, just act like a medicine person then. And that's that's how it plays out. And that's kind of the story with the shamanic mask is you put that on 
And then you can become that spirit animal or you can become that thing you want to be because you simply already are that. So I want to give everyone permission to know that anything you want to do, any dream you want to make come true, you can do that because you already are that. I love that. You know, um, I've carved out for this lifetime to make the impossible possible. And I feel like as we do that together as a collective, we are going to shift the paradigm into love vibrations and, and everything expanding into more love and more love and light and truth exactly and and that's just a thing is doing it together and that's what we want to create at zen city and at zenfinity it's a big thing is that we know we could do all of these little things ourselves but why why would you ever want to do that like there's so many beautiful perspectives on what everything looks like we want to bring in and what i call a militia of medicine people so that we have the opportunity hey maybe you don't resonate with the way i healed but maybe you're going to resonate with catriel because he's amazing those things and giving everybody the opportunity to find that that thing that thing that's going to make you feel okay today that's incredible and with that topic um we you know something last night i was talking to my mom with she's like well what topics are you going to talk about and um you actually the next thing i looked at at my phone mentioned that topic you know it's easy it, you know to to cultivate these practices when you're in a studio or out in nature but um, when, when shit's going awry and you're in those chaotic places or even moments in your life, how do you cultivate that stillness, that practice? Right. And we, and my big conversation was, you know, my answer was mindfulness and not t creating the story. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit. I, I have a, my daughter Morgan has been missing for five years in Atlanta, Georgia. And it's a difficult thing every day, you know, to, to kind of go through. It's, it's something you have to go through every day. And for a while, you know, I really struggled uh, with all of it. And it took a little while to figure out what I needed to do. And, and that was mindfulness. And in that mindfulness to realize that I can make each moment a little bit better than the last moment. And that's what it's really all about, like not sitting in it, not stewing in it. We, we can turn that fertilizer. You can either keep watering it, keep making it muddy, or you can start churning it and working it. And you could turn that fertilizer, turn that shit into fertilizer, right? And you can start growing towards that light. And all it takes is a conscious choice. And I know it sounds hard, and I know it doesn't seem like that way. But yeah, sometimes it is flipping a switch, just making that choice like, hey, stop everything. What is really happening? Do I have to be anxious? Do I have to be depressed? Do I have to feel these things? What's happening? Nothing's happening. I'm going to be okay and taking a next step forward. Yeah. Wow. That's that's a tough one right there. Um, my heart goes out to you. Seriously. And Thank you. I'm just sitting out, you know, like just this magnetic heart energy to connect you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I tell everybody says, I can't imagine. And I said, don't imagine that. Just imagine her coming home. That's the manifestation. And so on Mondays, you know, we kind of try to say at 11-11 a meditation at that time. And not just for Morgan, for anybody, anybody displaced. Um, another thing that we are doing at Zenfinity, I do want to mention also, is we have our Zen giving gear. So the um, second Tuesday of every month, we accept backpacks 
and uh, items for backpacks for homeless and anybody that is affected by human trafficking. We also have our Drag Queen Bingo on that night, and all of the proceeds from Drag Queen Bingo go towards uh, local organizations also helping those that are homeless and uh, possibly affected by human trafficking. Wow, that's incredible. We are trying to find ways that we can give back. So our thing is, is like if there's something that is harming us, it must be harming someone else. So how can we give back? If I can't find my child or I can't help her, maybe I can help someone else's. God, yes. Yes. Um, so I, you know, I put that call out to all of, you know, anyone listening, whoever can help with this vision, please reach out, um, you know, come down to Zenfinity, Zen City, um, or contact, you know, myself, Katriel, or Sherry Keenan. Like, you know, we're all here to help each other, like you said. And, you know, we need to start taking that action to do so. Right. And it doesn't take a lot of effort. It just takes some effort and we can't do it alone. So when you go to the store, grab an extra pair of socks and drop it off on your way. It's really, you know, little tiny, simple acts of kindness. And it doesn't even have to be for us. You don't even have to bring that pair of socks in. You see somebody homeless on the street to hand them to them. Yes. So what are some items that they can bring other than socks? So all kinds of different things. You can bring backpacks, especially backpacks, any kind of food, um, razors, uh, hand sanitizer, uh, big things you'd be surprised that people really like, uh, razors, um, lipstick, uh, eyeshadow. We're not here to, to we're here to empower uh, all of these people to find ways to anybody who's homeless, whatever choices that they want to make to be able to empower, to feel safe, feel wonderful and beautiful that day. I love that. You know, um, <laughs> I'm going to speak on eyeshadow, which is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> I feel like my friend Aurora would be really funny, like really <laughs> laughing at me on that one. But, um, you know, it's so empowering, just like a little tiny bit of makeup. My granny actually um, had a practice um, every single morning she put on her makeup and it wasn't to put on a mask. It was to empower herself. You know, she took time for herself every morning and that was the way she chose to do it. And she was very, very, um, intentional with this practice. And that also, you know, led to my mom doing the same thing. And, you know, well, you know, there's been a lot of judgment and, and stuff like that. And I, I think, you know, if it empowers you, do it. As long as you're not harming anyone, you know, do something for yourself. Empower yourself. Get out there and, and find your own way to do that. That's right. <laughs> exactly. I, I just shared a year's photo shoot yesterday from, uh, again, I had gained a lot of weight. I had lost a lot of weight. I have loose skin in some areas that makes me uncomfortable. So I did a photo shoot wearing just a pair of boxers and boxing gloves, showing the rest of my body because I wanted to take the gloves off so I can love myself. Empowerment looks different to everybody else. I don't think there's any room for shame in your game. I think we should just say, hey, like if you're showing up for yourself, that is that is more than enough today. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Didn't think I would be talking about makeup on my show, but I love it. <laughs> hey, you never know what's going to come up. That's what I love about these um, podcasts. You know, it's my first day doing this, and it's so natural. You know, like we all have truths 
we all, you know, it's, it's, this is a way of empowering myself to speak my truth. And I want to be able to share that with someone else and their true authentic voice. You know, a lot of times we live life trying to plan things and, you know, spirit has, is already planning things. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, here's the thing, you know, the faster you move, the slower you go. Sometimes it's better to just take your time and see what happens. It's going to happen the way it's meant to you anyway. And sometimes if you slow down and you really watch how things are playing out, it's kind of funny how the universe works. It really is. You know? <laughs> Especially like, you know, um, my favorite, one of my favorite days of the week is Jupiter Day, which is Thursday. <laughs> it's all about expansion and i i literally get strokes of luck on jupiter day um just the most random but beautiful things just falling into my lap and it's the important part is to really have your heart there to be able to receive those beautiful strokes of magic <laughs> right and there we come back to mindfulness look at that full circle <laughs> I love, I love it yeah so and that's really what it's all about is just being in the present moment you know um I think a big part of our conversation was like uh you know coming to this was just because I after this last year of COVID and all the things that we've been through and all of the stuff that's happened I think it's a great reminder to start at the beginning of our practice like we're youngsters even if it's like how to meditate inhale exhale and just restart restarting that program of mindfulness reminding ourselves that if we're thinking about the past that's what depression looks like if we're thinking about the future that's what anxiety looks like but if we come to the present moment we can really uh, feel what's going on around us and we find gratitude in the present moment we can find joy because you can't be grateful and unhappy at the same time. Ooh, that is some powerful stuff right there. <laughs> and I really liked how you expressed the past of depression and anxiety of the future. And that's really what that is. It's, you know, like how do we become present, truly present in the here and now? That's what matters because when we're present, things can happen. Like, if, if our soul essence is way out over in this direction or in that direction, like, how can we fully be our authentic self, you know? Right, <laughs> right. and how do you find that, like, that natural you? If you are uh, blaming yourself for the coulda, woulda, shouldas, and if you're trying to solve a million things that haven't happened yet, like, what does your experience really look like? What are you doing to your nervous system what are you saying to yourself in those stories of uh, I could have, would have, should have? Like, are you telling yourself you're a bad person because you should have done things differently rather than being fully present and being like, hey, that really sucked, but what a great lesson. And I know that doesn't sound great, but it works. I learned from that. I'm surely not going to do that shit the same way again. You know, right? I'm not doing right. that again. So I'm going to do that differently this time. And this time I'm going to be successful. And empowering yourself to take the next step into that same journey. Because now you aren't an infant on that path, right? You've now become more of a master just because you failed and you learned how it doesn't work. Right. You know, part of um, what happened today, um, my first, you know, spot of where I was recording, starting this whole podcast series I get into the studio and I realize I don't have all the items I need to be successful today. 
And I, what's really interesting is I felt that, you know, we, a lot of us have, um, you know, some type of, um, you know, gifts of kind of knowing a little bit what's coming. And I'm really in tune with that type of stuff. And I even set an hour aside to, to allow for myself to be prepared. But what, what really came in was being present and knowing how to take action to get it done so that I could be successful today. Because even though the whole hour plan, even though I planned that out, you know, that didn't work out where I had, I could go get my stuff because I didn't get into the studio on time or, you know, in, in, in here in time for me to go and know what was missing. I had to take action and really go to the right places in order to get that goal accomplished for this to even happen right here, right now. Right. And, and that's what mind, what mindfulness looks like. If you move from a place of anxiety or panic, are you going to move in the right direction? Mm -hmm. Now you as yourself as a person, and I am going to only speak for me, me as myself as a person in the place where I used to be in a place where I moved from constant anxiety and I moved in depression and I moved in those areas. I didn't trust myself because I didn't know what I truly wanted to do. I didn't know because I, I have all of these options, you know, the scales, those Libra scales, left or right, which way, which way. And I didn't know how to take the time and be present enough to make a conscious decision that I could live with until now. Wow. You know, um, since you're a yoga teacher and you're really probably experienced in the chakras, um, we hold a lot of stress in the solar plexus. What are some, you know, techniques and tools that we could utilize um, to really empower ourselves and build up that area? So a lot of wonderful things that you can start with are, A, get out in the sunshine. Get that yellow light in and get that vitamin D. We want to get that serotonin and that dopamine moving. So doing really loving stuff for yourself. Ways you can empower yourself, take a hot bath. Ooh. I mean, there's super great ways. Create a vision board. You can find ways. Do something for someone else that they're never going to know about. There are, there are ways to really decide. Take the first step. Look at yourself in the mirror. Say something loving. There are a million ways. Go come to Zenfinity. Have a glass of tea. Do something that feels really great. Go put your feet in the sand. There's a thousand ways to empower yourself. Put on your lipstick and your eyeshadow right? There's a thousand <laughs> ways <laughs> to empower yourself every day to just step into that course, step into that center and decide that you are not, not enough because if not you who, and if not now, when? Ooh, I love it. <laughs> I was just saying, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to my girlfriend this morning and for some reason, the yoga sutras, the Patanjali came up and I said to her, I said, do you know what the first word in the yoga sutras are? She said, no, I don't. I said, we should Google it. So we Googled it. The first word in the Yoga Sutras is now. Now begins our journey. Whoa. So I had, just had to share that. That's really <laughs> cool. And what, what is what you... What? So the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali are, is a book written thousands of years ago, and it is kind of a guidebook to life. And it kind of gives you uh, and example examples of just the beginning on how to do things as a human all the way to learning uh, how to do things as a yogi and as a conscious being 
I love that. So it's funny. Um, in our last episode with Chris Flanders, we mentioned the 21 Lessons of Merlin. So we have now two books that we've referenced of like how to live life, you know, practical ways. Right. And, <laughs> and I did mention uh, another great book earlier, and I will say it again because it's too good. And it is We're All Doing Time. And it is yes. a book written for people that are in prison, but... I will tell you that we're all doing time one way or another, whether we're worrying about what other people think of us and confining ourselves in our body, or if we're not empowering ourselves to take the next step and do something amazing that we can do, we are imprisoning ourselves in that past and that not being good enough. So be mindful, step into your power, walk forward, because really like you are your own creator. G-U-R-U, you are your own guru. Ooh, I love it. You have so many cool little <laughs> tips and little like acronyms. I love it. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time practicing and a lot of time again falling down and, and hitting my knees. Yeah, and you know, um, sometimes that's where it's at is um, to get into a space of realizing that you can't do it all and you need to just fall and cry it out and and being complete, um, you know, submission to the universe of saying, hey, what do I do next? Right, and just <laughs> giving in to that, that moment and just being absolutely whatever puddle of mess it is and, I, and, and then choosing to practice. I mean, that's where it really comes in. I, I, was, I told my girlfriend, I go, this is the suck. This is the suck. Being a spiritual person doesn't look like, oh, you know, this grand enlightenment because where are you really going, right? Where are you going? You're still going to be here. So what does it look like? It looks like you giving yourself the freedom to be okay, to practice right now, even if you have to practice a thousand times a day. Gosh, yeah. Practice, practice, practice makes perfect, right? Yeah, right. I always say, <laughs> I used to say I practice makes perfect. Now I practice because I'm perfect. That's cool. <laughs> you know, there was something that we spoke about um, on Monday that I thought was really cool. Um, you know, going out in, I would love to take some beings out into like a chaotic place like you had mentioned and just see how you can find stillness in those places, you know? I do. <laughs> and, and when I was at yoga school, it was really interesting uh, because... Um, that's the big thing, right? Yeah, you can easily practice by yourself, but Ramdas says it right, right? If you think you're in light, go spend time with your family. Uh, <laughs> right. when, when I was at yoga school, um, that was a big thing. You know, when you're giving somebody, for example, a yoga nidra, which is a really deep meditation where you tighten and relax your muscles and you go through, uh, you know, like a 20-minute to a half-hour or longer meditation. And my yoga instructor who had studied with Swami Satchidananda, uh, she studied right under him since the since the 60s, she said, well, if we can give uh, the yoga nidra in the middle of Times Square and it doesn't bother our yogis, I think we can do it here. Mm -hmm. So there is a way, and that is, you know, that's the trick, is finding your peace in the middle of the chaos. And I, as a practitioner, struggle with this on a daily basis because, gosh, there's people who, it, I'm in Florida, right? So there's people who drive like crazy people, you know? And, <laughs> and beyond that, everybody's kind of got a little angst right now, right? They've been kind of confined. People have been telling them what to do for a year, you know? Everybody was really wanting to, to break out. You know, festival season, musical season starting again. Everybody's kind of ramping up. 
And I think so much has happened behind the curtains that now it's time to like start showing ourselves, be really present and show each other that, hey, we can be okay, be mindful and not reacting to all of those little things that are, are, are troubling us and finding our breath and our, that conscious, oh yeah, the inhale one, exhale one, <laughs> and starting <laughs> all of our practices from the beginning again. You know, it's um, uh, interesting you mentioned the word reaction. My um, mentor from England, uh, Robert Brown, literally said, are you going to react today or respond? And I really like that because a reaction is kind of like, you know, it's it's very like, you know, something happens, you... Primal. You just Yeah, it's very primal. And it's not bad. Like, there's a use for each one, you know? But response is a little bit more mindful. And it allows you to just kind of like take a moment, take a breath, and then do. Right. And again, like I said, like there are moments and times where you need both. And it's the balance and finding which way is appropriate for each time, right? Right. And and I mean, when we come to like reacting, it's the difference between saying screw you and taking that moment being like, hey, you hurt my feelings. Or, hey, that bothered me taking that moment to have that deeper conversation because it's harder, right? Yeah. It's really easy to react and be like, screw you, I, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Or to be like, hey, this really hurt me, but you do matter, I want you in my life, but we need to come to some kind of an understanding because you crossed my boundary. Ooh. You know, it, that also brings up something that um, I've seen tested out, especially during this COVID season. You know, there's a lot of beliefs, there's a lot of, you know, opinions especially with masks. And, you know, of course, you have the symbolism with the mask. But um, the, I think the main thing is respect. Is like, okay, one person feels ne necessary that they need the mask. Awesome. The other person does not. But those deeper conversations of respect is so needed. It really is. And, and you bring up Harmony, for example. And a few months ago, we had had a, a gathering at Zenfinity. And of course, at the time, masks were mandated uh, per Pasco County. And so that was a thing. And, and Harmony was does not choose to wear masks. So we honored her by bringing tables out front where she could comfortably sit down. And we brought our tea tenders out to her. Since then, we've put three tables out there, all, and we've also offered scan codes now, so you don't even have to come into the building. Obviously, the mask mandates have changed, but at that time, we chose to honor everybody, whatever their beliefs were. And that's so beautiful to, to see that because, you know, that's how we change things in, in society is respecting one another. That's where it comes down to. That's right. And because it all comes back to the same place, if you're choosing the right things. So my four plus four and your five plus three are still going to get us to eight, but I don't have to four, force four plus four on you. Right. right. And so we can just find compromises and ways to get along. Well, maybe it doesn't look like this, but what could it look like? We don't have to sit in the problem. We can find the solution. Yes. Solution. Soul. That's right. <laughs> Gaining that inner standing. That <laughs> word changed my life the other day, you guys. There's no more understanding. I don't have to stand under anybody's thoughts. I can gain inner standing and really take in what this other person's saying so that I can truly receive 
their truth, not what my perception of their truth is. Ooh, and see, um, that's something I bring in because I know this will be released still during um, Mercury Retrograde. I feel like that is the highlighted time where we truly find understanding, you know? Right. And I think right now, too, we just had this moon and this eclipse and all of this. And I've had a few different people reach out to me uh, asking me about what's going on in the world with, you know, because with the ability to reach out and talk to a lot of people, a lot of people right now are going are really depressed. A lot of people are really anxious and are going through some, some stuff right now. And so that's why we wanted to give the opportunity to like, hey, how do we come back to now? How do we come to this practice? How do we be in this moment? How do you be in love with your partner? How do you be, uh, how do you enjoy like every bite of food that you take or every step or how do you realize that, hey, just take a deep breath, look up, oh, at the sunshine, you know what I mean? Or anything in that moment where you can be fully present and let go of the panic, let go of the pain, of the stress, of the unknown, of whatever's going to come and just appreciate who you are and take one more step forward knowing that it's the step your soul takes needs to take oh god yeah ah uh, you know uh, this is just a beautiful opportunity you know and just taking this moment and savoring it um so much beautiful energy within this thank you so much and i am really grateful because <laughs> i needed the reminder of mindfulness myself um, over the last year, again, I have my partner, Chris, and yeah. again, and, and I admit, Carmen and I kind of talked about this too briefly, is when you come into a relationship with somebody else, and I know a lot of us have been with our partners and like really secluded with them over the last year too, that again, it's easy to practice alone. Yeah. But when you're with a partner, you know, all of that work that you think you've done really comes out and you, you, you find that wheel, that medicine wheel coming back to, to, to those past things and those things you don't love about yourself. And now this person sees that, right? So finding that mindfulness and realizing, hey, hey uh, I can keep growing and I can be really mindful and kind to this person and find those places inside of myself. Uh, there's been times in, in this new practice with another person that's really hard. It's hard to find that mindfulness. It's hard not to react or it's hard not to do these things. And so just this reminder uh, of just being in this space too has been really helpful for me and my practice. So I want to just thank you for giving me the gift of remembering what what it's all about. Wow. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. And hey, uh, it's Venus Day, which, you know, <laughs> that's the highlight of, you know, Venus and our planetaries and our relationships and to cultivate this relationship right here is really awesome and also <laughs> um a reminder of what that feels like to even have like a romantic partnership as well um haven't been in one of those in a while but i'm calling that in <laughs> well and that's just it so this is your reminder of when that happens that yeah. that you know that those things come back up and that it's going to be okay and just to have those conversations not those reactions but those you know, uh, the opposite of just being like, hey. And so maybe it's a reminder for both of us because who knows, that person could be knocking on your door tomorrow. Hey, that we would be really cool. Real fast. <laughs> we manifest fast up in here. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is four days, so like I'm cool with tomorrow. Right? It's Shabbat. It, it is. And and to bring that in too, just so you know what we are creating together, uh, we started last month a, a, a spirituality event. So that's going to be happening on the 19th where you're going to be joining us at Zenfinity with some other amazing people. We have 
um, a wonderful woman doing Akashic Records. Mm -hmm. We have somebody doing tea leaf readings. You're going to do your soul drawings. And we have Harmony coming to do her uh, soul readings. We have Shay, I should say, doing Akashic Records and my amazing Jay doing tea leaf readings. I should call them out by name because they're amazing people. And so we're (laughs) going to be doing, we have a... Uh, an art class during that time. We have um, an art show from an amazing gentleman who's no longer with us. It's going to be a great, uh, an amazing day. We have uh, classical music in the garden, and we have a poetry slam that day too. So I am really excited <laughs> for the 19th when you're going to come hang out with us. Come and hang out all day. I'm I'm so excited for that. And it's, it's funny because, um, you know, I, I really... In the past, I've had to sift through whether I do things on Saturdays because it is Shabbat. But um, actually, I sorted through that the last time I was there, um, right before my trip. I said, you know, I want to be my true, authentic self and share my gifts on Shabbat. You know, it's uh, part of my practice that I don't charge, you know, money on, on Shabbat. Because, you know, like, that's how my belief is. But, you know, I have no problems receiving. And um, to be able to, you know, call in an equal exchange, however that is, you know, I feel that's that's the key, is equal exchange. Right. And um, for us to honor each soul for that soul. And, and I feel like on Shabbat, that is the most beautiful day to be able to experience that. So thank you so much for that opportunity to, to do that on Shabbat. Yeah, we are <laughs> we are so blessed. And in most of our classes at Zen, you know, I think everybody kind of has the same belief system. Even if we even if a person does charge or things like that, that that we have those spaces for everybody and uh, we don't turn anyone away. Oh, yes, I love that. Well, sometimes you can afford this, sometimes you can afford that. Like I said, sometimes just have somebody offering you a bay leaf. You know, it it, it could be absolutely anything that that exchange. Uh, You know, I I think I told the story about this. It was something I had seen on social media. It was about a woman who borrowed salt from her neighbor. And her daughter says, Mom, why would you borrow salt from her? We have plenty. She said, well, my neighbor comes to my house and she borrows things for me. I just want her to know that I need her too. And I want her to realize her worth. And so giving that back to somebody else saying, hey, wow, you've got a bay leaf? Cool. Like, that's exactly what I needed today. I needed to give myself a, a moment of smudging. So I'm going to take <laughs> this and honor myself. So thank you. This is my gift back to you. Here's your pain. Here's your piece. That's incredible. I love that. You know, we're carving a new way of being in this society, you know, and I'm really blessed to be a part of this vision. I'm so grateful. I think it's going to be so amazing. And like I said, uh, you know, people are just coming and, and, you know, when you're ready, you'll show up and you'll find exactly what you need. To. We are medicine. Uh, we, this is how we live. This is, uh, this is our life. Um, this is what we do. So we want to just offer that opportunity, no matter what your medicine looks like. Maybe it's kava, you know, maybe it's chamomile. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Maybe it's yelling, this sucks outside because you're struggling and you need someone to hear you. Maybe you just need to come in and cry for a minute. Whatever you need, we've got you. Ooh, I love that. We got you. <laughs> always, always. Yes. Again, welcome home. Welcome home. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to um, share? Gosh, you know, just... Everything that we're building over there, we want everybody to have the opportunity to be a part of. I'm so grateful 
to have been a part of this community for so long, you know, even outside of Zen before all of this started. I wanted to say how grateful I am to my partner, Chris Eigenbrod, more than anything, because without her vision and her partner's vision, uh, Nicole DeRosa, who um, unfortunately passed away unexpectedly, um, without their vision and th and what they started, we wouldn't be here now. And everything that we've built, and again, our toolboxes have all led us to here, and we are those people. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for joining me on this show, Energy Speaks. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. I'm so blessed, and uh, I can't wait to see everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thank you, divine, beautiful souls, for listening to Energy Speaks podcast. This is Katriel, um, over and out.